Alright, so, uh, welcome back to the Daily Snap today. It's myself and Tata. Traded in Scott for Tata. He's much more well-spoken, let's be real. Um, but, <laughs> just kidding. How you doing this week, Tata? I'm doing great. Yeah, I took a small snap uh, hiatus on the weekend. Sorry for playing again today. And, uh, yeah, doing great. That's good, that's good. Uh, what is your current rank? Um, I know that you hit infinite uh, about a week ago already. So what is uh, where are you sitting at now? Uh, around one fifteen. I keep going back and forth between like one thirteen to one sixteen. Just depends on what deck I'm playing and the matchups I'm getting. I switched to Surfer again today because I was getting beat a lot with Zabu. Yeah. So sorry to climb again. But yeah, just hovering around there. That's good. That's good. Yeah, for those that don't either know or recall, Tata was able to hit 150 last season, and then it's uh, that's the current goal. Or are we going for higher this season? Yeah, well, I was trying to get to, to 200 maybe, but then, uh, you know, like I said, over the weekend, starting at the end of last week, I kind of stopped playing for a few days just to kind of recharge the batteries. And uh, so I don't know if one or if 200 is doable now, maybe, uh, but 150 is definitely the goal. Yeah, you know, we'll see what. We can do past that. That's fair. Goals are goals, right? Yeah, you gotta have something, right? That's fair, yeah. Especially in the... You know, we haven't really talked about this much yet because, you know, we just haven't, but uh, it's hard to find goals past infinite because, yes, there is a leaderboard that we could talk about and discuss, but the leaderboard is kind of skewed to the only the people that are using the leaderboard. Um, so while there's someone at rank 341... On the leaderboard that we could see, I mean, there could be someone out there that's higher. I, you know, who knows? Like maybe. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited for an end-game leaderboard once they do it. Right. Uh, and mean, not, they're... not the current yeah. little mini event one that we have right now. <laughs> right. Like, like I think that's kind of like a test to like an actual leaderboard, maybe. Right. But the one currently is just, hey, how much snap do you play? But, yeah. 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 Um, but you know, Snap Fan has one. Um, that seems to be the more used one, right. and then uh, Marvel Snap Zone has one as well. Yeah. So, but it's it, it it's I don't I think does Snap Fan also cover mobile? No. Right. Well, so they'll both count. Your, it's weird how they work because you have to play on PC to actually get your games right. registered. So, yeah. But. Like, it'll still count your games on mobile. You just can't see any data from it. <laughs> right, it right. It'll all upload once you play, you know, into an actual game. That's fair. Okay. Yeah, so, like, once you... Like, even if you play, like, 15 games offline or off off PC, uh, once you log into the PC, <laughs> it shows up... Uh, not the match... I don't think the match history shows up, but the game count shows, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's only... Up. But that's only for Snap Fan. That does not work on snap zone right right yeah yeah so it's a little bit different obviously they don't cross platform either so you have to be running both of them um so like i said we don't have a like a truly official leaderboard it's more of like an unofficial leaderboards uh and it's really just to the people that are utilizing the tool so nonetheless yeah. uh it's, yeah. it's it's good to have those goals yeah there's probably very few people that actually care right now but once like tournaments start i mean maybe they'll care more i don't know but you know just the you know, just to mention it, I don't know how they're going to do tournaments in this game yet because you can't really have 
like open tournaments for people because there'll be thousands of people who enter and like you'll never finish yeah so it'll be curious to see what the criteria is to enter you know maybe there'll be invitationals maybe it'll you know so we'll have to see how all that works in the coming months yeah i mean that's probably something that we should we i i wouldn't mind waiting on like discussing that topic with scott uh, because yeah. I think Scott would be really interested in talking that topic, and I think uh, next week is—I don't think next week's going to work, but maybe the following week. That's when Battle Mode launches. Comes out, yeah. So like that'll be a good time yeah. to just kind of like discuss all those things. But I, I really—I yeah, have some some very interesting points of views for it. I've already told people like I'm going to be running in home like in home Discord events and things. Um, so we'll see how it goes. There's different ideas, different platforms, but we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. Um, definitely. So today we are going to start. Oh, it'll absolutely be, be with battle mode nemesis, one hundred percent. There's no, you can't actually play each other without battle mode. So it, it'll all be through battle mode. What Tata is pointing out is that if you host an open tournament, it's possible that literally ten thousand people sign up. And how do you get a tournament with ten thousand people completed in a, a normal time frame? Is, yeah, is I mean point. not just that, but like the the logistics too right because right. the organizer you know there's codes for each player yeah you know? yeah and you have to find the other, you know your your opponent's code to battle them and so on and so forth and, like, and even then we don't know enough about like if you get a new code every time you know like we don't even know right, that yet yeah, right I mean, so there's still no lots idea. there's still lots of details that come out about it which is why it's like we'll wait and we'll talk about it in a few weeks when we have all the details yeah yeah, once they can do something in client then that's a little different but right, right now everything's done by a third party so like it's, it's just a, you know, it, it's just a mess. Right, right. All right, so uh, before we get into the metagame talks today, I just wanted to bring up the Twitter post I made yesterday. Uh, it was last night, around 6 o'clock. I tagged uh, Binks, Jeff Hoogland, Snapzone, Dara, um, and Snapdex, which are five of the more, I wouldn't say like they're the most active, but they're more of the active and bigger uh, players and communities within the Marvel Snap um, you know, just fan base in general, I would say. Uh, I was very happy to get some responses from some of these players, or from some of these groups and players, uh, and then past that, you know, I think it got a lot of traction. 555 votes does not look, in the grand scheme of Marvel Snap, 555 votes is not a lot at all when we're talking millions of downloads for this game, but for my small little 120 follower Twitter page, uh, I was shocked by the amount of people that actually did vote on this, and the amount of, like, overall conversation it hit it had 9,000 views on it so there was a lot of traction behind this post and the final result the question was uh because it's a popular topic recently in various chat rooms curious what others suggest and why I often tell people to complete series three to get to 500% increase rates of tokens first thoughts and then it was how do you spend it do you complete series three or do you hoard and spend on four and five uh 82% of the votes went to complete series three rather than hoarding four and five the biggest debatable answer that came across for not doing that is that you are wasting 600 tokens for a card that you're replacing with a 400 token marker on average with um but that's really the only argument that there is and i don't want to say anyone's wrong or right because honestly i i think just from the Every content creator that has covered this, no one has told you what the surefire way is to do it. Because the answer is probably it, it, it's not – it doesn't matter enough for it to really mean 
yes or no. And I think that's the real problem. Uh, but the point is here is that most people are just going through the natural curve of the game and completing Series 3 first and then worrying about spending. For me, and I, I'm pretty sure for you, you did the same, right? Like you spent a fair amount of tokens on Series 3 cards, right? Yeah. No, I I didn't buy a single Series 4 or 5 card for quite some time. Yeah. Um, in fact, the only one to date that I purchased was Darkhawk right. for 6000 Everything else was... Um, you know, I finished series three. I finished series three around twenty seven, twenty eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, you and I were very close. Like we were like days apart from finishing it. Yeah, and I bought probably seven, eight. Yeah, I think I bought eight. five or six. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I bought I bought one series four, and I honestly I thought I was wrong. I immediately regretted doing it. So. Yeah, I mean, I I understand the strategy of hoarding them. Um, but if you really think, you know, think about it, like it's all a waste because everything drops tiers at some point other than, you know, of course, Galactus and Thanos, you know, like they said. So if, 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 if you think about it, you're, you're going to overpay for everything. Right. Um, so series three is the only thing that you'll never overpay for because they're always the same and they can't drop to series two. So it made sense to me to be like, OK, well, I'll just finish these or series three and then start getting, you know, the... It's it's you know, it's 500% increase rate for completing. Like, it's it's yeah. an obnoxious number. <laughs> like, like, like it obnoxious. made sense to me as a paid player. Right, like, yeah. If, if you're free to play, like, maybe it's like, okay, you know, you can't get the token bundles, you know, so maybe saving them for, like, something that's Series 5 might make sense. But if you're a paid player, like if you buy the season pass, if you buy some bundles here and there, I think it's better to just finish series three and then start getting the, you know, 400, 500, 600 tokens, you know, it, yeah. your caches. Yeah, for me, the long-term ability of just hoarding tokens, like you can't, you you honestly can't even really hoard tokens before you complete series three. So that's kind of like the weirdest argument to me. And then the other argument is, like you just said, like, everything is going to drop down except for Series 3. And granted, some Series 3 might drop down to Series 2. That that might happen. Who the hell knows, right? But the point is, is that even if we look at it in that argument, well, my Series 3 card, it's costing me, in quotation marks, 600 because I can only replace it with an average of 400. Well, the Series 5 and the Series 6 cards are, they, they, they cut in half. You know, like, we're talking, like, if you spend 6,000 on a card that drops to Series 4, well, then you waste it 3,000. So, like, that... 600 doesn't even look bad at that point <laughs> so like i think it's just a weird argument to have uh i uh, i mean the majority of the vote you know 400 ish people voted on completing series three i think the natural progression of the game to get to it like to put yourself in the position for an end game it's just what i'm always going to tell people to do but yeah, yeah same i mean i tell people the same thing i mean i'm i'm not like advocating like okay sure go by like calling wing from your shop but right, right you know something pops up that's a tier one or tier two card that you're gonna play in a deck at some point i mean by all means buy it yeah yeah it, it's it's just one of those things where it's a it, it's a it's a very weird influx like i get it if you're the luckiest person ever and you get the best 15 cards in your first 15 cash in series three then yeah spending a thousand tokens on cards that are like mediocre i, I totally understand that but in the same aspect, if 
one of like the top you know 20 25 cards that are in the 80 plus card series now pop up in your shop it's probably always worth it to buy that card especially if it's like a deck altering card to create it opens up a new form like a new archetype for you or something like that like any any type of those cards are probably instant buys in my opinion so but it is the, the other thing now is that it's all different because we were we were at least fortunate to get six thousand tokens right so like we we, we were we were fortunate that's never that's not going to happen for everyone else which is unfortunate because it was a big deal when the token shop launched it's going to put certain people even further behind than we were because on average it's saving you like 50 collection levels so we you know we effectively saved ourselves 300 collection levels because we had those 6,000 tokens so nonetheless um just shout out to dara shout out to banks um shout out to snapstone for everyone for retweeting and, and commenting thank you guys if you happen to listen to this or um, just thank you for kind of being involved with the the whole thing um with that we're gonna start talking uh the marvel stat meta tier list now once again this is created through the snap zone uh this was like the first official one of the year they did one last week but it was more of like a hey we understand that it's not enough time to really create a meta um and the list is you can see the ups and downs and the arrows and all the rounds uh but even this list is it's it's another unofficial official thing like they're using the most data they can through social media through their tracker through the snap fan tracker like they communicate with everybody to put the best numbers in here and then of course they do have uh their own explanation for the tier list i don't necessarily agree with everything that's on this list but this is their tier list so we're gonna just like hey that's fine this is your explanation of it that's great i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue with that uh but the point is that you can see there's a fair amount of decks on this list it's pretty long uh but in my opinion the top tier list is exactly what i would put up there so it's it's got enough proof to it um when you first saw this tada i know we talk about we talk about this game every single day but when you first saw the list were you shocked at all to see sherry zero and zabu darkhawk find their way into tier one two weeks into the into the season no not at all you know if if i would just you know take pen and paper and write down my tier list without seeing this i would put probably the same decks at tier one yep. you know surfer um you know zabu darkhawk and then the sherry deck like those are those are the three big decks in this game. So you need to be able to build one of these if you want to compete at like the highest, highest level. Um, you know, I, that's kind of a bold statement because anyone can win with any card, you know, but these decks are by far and away the most powerful things you can be doing in the game. Yeah, it's proven statistics that these have the best win rates, the best cube rates, like all of those things you know that you want out of a deck on the ladder to climb with they have uh and you know i can go in we can look at them real quick we can kind of discuss them a little bit if you would like you know so neither of us have sherry right you don't have sherry yet you have her pinned you're waiting for her to yeah, drop she's down pinned. yeah i'm just kind of waiting at this point uh but you so our friend um dusty i'm pretty confident i don't know if it's this exact list that he he did it with uh but very similar to, to to the concept is that he had the Sherry and he was playing this for... I don't think he had Zabu, if I remember correctly. Um, so that might be the big difference here is I don't... I actually think he wasn't playing Zabu in his list. He, he had Zabu, I'm pretty sure. 
I mean, he's not free to play. I'm sure he has it. No, I know, but for, I remember him discussing why he didn't have it. But I oh, have, yeah. I have the, I have the I picture. Gotcha. I'll double check real quick. But nonetheless, uh, you've probably. I mean, I've played a ton of games against this deck. Have you been seeing this at, at your point in the ladder a bunch? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say a bunch, but I mean, I do see it quite a bit. I mean, I think that the fact that Shuri's still Series Five, it kind of limits the number of people who can play this deck at the moment. Um, you know, like you know like we're talking about even myself like i'm pay to play and you know i still don't have shuri so it's right this, i'm sure there's several people who don't have her but this deck um you know it's hard to argue with this list this version of it i mean all 12 cards you know they they earn their spots um but it's it's really powerful deck you know yeah. i mean anytime you double a 10 or 15 power guides you know hard to lose i think uh honestly the, like the most difficult thing to see from this deck is the turn four sherry turn five pass <laughs> like, yeah the game, the game is just over <laughs> just, yeah then it's a she hulk yeah yeah it's, it's like, the okay, game, well, like the game win. you just you literally sh there's you should never stay <laughs> like it's just there's yeah. the the 20 power in two lanes god it's so you're just like yep you got me <laughs> yeah and you know after you play against this deck a few times you'll you'll realize that if your opponent snaps you know after a shuri or even like just before one like there is a very low percentage chance that you will win so right. you should pretty much always retreat yeah so so something like this is hard to win eight cubes with but you know you probably get quite a few four cube wins with it i think well even to you know to like you said earlier like not everyone has sherry so i'm sure yeah there's a good chance that people haven't even played against her enough to even understand the power of that card you know uh we talked at length of like the nerfs to certain cards like galactus and and like leader and things like that but like sherry is it has to be on the list like this card is bonkers yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a few cards in this game that you can never beat. Like, one is yeah. a turn four Shuri, and, mm. you know, the other one is, like, a turn four or five Galactus. Like, don't even try. Run, <laughs> you know, give them their one or two cubes and go to the next game. Like, yeah. there's so many people that just try to beat those draws, and you just can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, and even, like, I mean, Zabu is somewhat in that conversation as well. It's like, if you don't have your own Zabu, and they have their Zabu... You know, yeah, it, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. I, I never have Zabu. I'm not allowed to draw that card. I've, I've said this on several occasions now. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, this deck is, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty sweet. Sherry is, uh, she, she's definitely up there for, you know, under the radar, probably one of, if not the best, you know, wave series five card, you know, it's just, and yeah. she, like you said, since she's newer, like she's not the newest, but she's still, you know, she wasn't in. Oh, she was in the original, uh, the original six. Yeah, but yeah, she was. everyone was, you know, way more enamored with uh, Galactus and Thanos and things like that. So I bet, I bet you a bunch of people wasted six thousand tokens on like on the Galactus or Thanos, and then they're like, "Man, I really wish I'd have bought Sherry instead because she's Maybe. been sleeping." Well, and she's rotating down to four, so you'll see a lot more people. Oh yeah. It. So you'll play against this deck quite a bit more next season. Yeah. Um. I agree. So it's a pretty sweet deck. You are the uh, the absolute captain of, you know, Sarah Surfer Surfer or literally Surfer anything uh, that I can talk to because you've played this to a 150 infinite. Maybe not this version, but versions of Surfer to a 150 infinite last season. 
Uh, any shock at all to see this in Tier 1? No, I'm glad they put Storm in the deck finally. I think their last version of this deck didn't have Storm. Yeah. I thought that was, like, super wrong. But, yeah. Uh, Storm's one of the you know best cards in this deck. Uh, but this, like, I think this list in particular is exactly when I'm playing card for card. I mean, sometimes I'll take out Iceman and Scorpion and just play, like, you know, Domino and, like, some other three-drop. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as far as the three-drops go, I mean... All of them in there are all the same ones I play right now. Like they're all very powerful. Yeah. The only thing you can even consider is Rogue. Rogue's really good in the current meta. Uh, but if we start seeing more Shuri decks, then Rogue won't be as good. Right. It's just, you know, right now with, with Zabu, um, you know, I feel like Rogue is probably worth playing. Uh, maybe over Killmonger, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this list is pretty straightforward. You know, the like you said, the, the only change is if you really want the Iceman and the Scorpion. Uh, generally speaking, I think the Iceman is just a good card if you have it in your opening hand. Um, but if you don't have it in your opening hand, you're, you know, you're not playing it until, like, turn four. Like four. Yeah, right? it's usually a good killer. So, yeah. like, at that point, you're, like, you're not sure if it's even good enough, you know, what it, depending on the hands and things like that, but... You know the card. The card does a lot of great things. It's very disruptive against me. It always hits Zabu if I actually have it in my hand. So you know it's 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 just natural. Yeah. Uh, see, Iceman basically says whatever next card that you want to play <laughs> yeah. costs plus one. Absolutely, it's always the next one. For, like, it's not even close. Um, and this is another one of those decks where you know how often do you play Sarah on five and your opponent actually thinks they can win the game. Yeah, Sarah's another card in the same realm as, like, you know, Shuri and, and Galactus, where, like, just most of the time you can't beat it. Um, there are times you can, but it's, you know, one of those cards where you probably shouldn't try most of the time. Uh, yeah, Sarah is just absolutely bonkers. Like, she hits the table on four. Like, you have to have... You have to understand the amount of power that can be put into play to, to beat that card on six, like... Yeah, yeah. and you know, out of the tier one decks, I think that this one is the easiest one to play. Yeah, um, there's not a whole lot of counterplay to it. Um, most of the time, it's just you know you figure out how much power you put in the play each turn. Yeah, put the maximum amount in there. Yeah, and you know, yeah, play surfer on six. Yeah, so. just just surf your way to wins. Um, all right, and then this is the other one. This is. I don't know if this is like your card for card list. Uh, you had shared your list uh, in our in our chat, but uh, Zabu Darkhawk, the third, you know, it's the third uh, Dark Hawk, the third list in the tier in the tier one. Um, it's a, every time I see this deck, I I cringe because like I don't have Darkhawk and I'm constantly losing to this card. So, so, like... so this deck, so this list actually is the rank. 341 player okay so yeah. yeah he's been playing this basically non-stop yeah that's crazy um like this list card for card um i i like it i think it's obviously very powerful uh i i hate black widow like i i played like a lot of black widow early on in the zabu darkhawk deck yeah and just felt like that she never did anything like yeah. you know if you draw her late she's terrible and even on turn two like I think I would. I would just rather almost always have armor, like I don't know. 
I'd, I'd rather just have Scorpion. I mean, that's that's also just fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that card either. But I agree. Like the, and it's even funnier to me. Like, not that like it, maybe it's always situational, but it. I find that sometimes people are playing Black Widow in the locations that are just so bad. Like, uh, like Morag and Alter and things like this. They're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll play. I'll pay two to get Alter to give me plus two next turn, and you can have a Widow's Bite. And I'm like. So I just get a free plus two? Like, why Why are you making that play? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, no, like, I don't understand that play. And here, I'll I'll tell you the main reason why I don't, I don't like Widow. I mean, mm-hmm. other than she doesn't do that much. is She's one power. Right. Like, like a deck like this, if you're playing a Shuri deck, mm-hmm. you really want to have initiative on turn five. Right, right. Because if not, you, you just get arrowed, and, like, your huge guy's just gone somewhere that it, you know, it doesn't even matter. Right. Um, so... You, you want more proactive cards, that you know, like Scorpion, even Lizard might be better. Um, yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, even I mean, not that this is the ever the ideal, but let's say you have the worst draw ever. Like, at least Scorpion is ten power. Like, if off a of Sherry, you know, like it's not, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it, at least at the very there, it is. You know, it's a ten power card where you you draw a Black Widow at the end. Of, well, you're never gonna draw a Black Widow at the end of the game. You should have Chavez, but you know what I'm saying. Um, in this particular list. Yeah. So, this is like the ultimate, too. This is like the, what do we have here? Uh, well, I guess it's not the ultimate, but it's Season Pass plus 12,000 tokens currently. So, this is definitely a, a high-end, you know, endgame beta tester, most likely. Yeah. Well, pat, I mean, you know. Like, even Absorbing Man's. Oh, yeah. So, absorbing, right yeah. Now, so, so, you're talking 15,000 tokens, potentially, on this deck. Um, so, yeah. yeah. It's a lot. And, you know, not to keep talking about this deck, but yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't even like Mystique that much. I mean, I get it, like she, she copies Darkhawk and it wins you games, so I think it's probably worth a spot for now. Mm-hmm. But in the future, as we get more four drops, more cards, and in, into the game, I think that's another card you could probably replace. Um, yeah, it's I... literally only good if you get Darkhawk. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a weird fringe world where it's okay for Zabu, but I I totally hear you. Yeah, but I think I cut Mystique to play White Queen. Yeah. But, I mean, other than that, our lists are really similar. Yeah, well, you don't have the Sherry either. But, yeah, you know. right. <laughs> so you're, you, got a, you got an open spot. Um, uh, so in chat earlier, there was a suggestion, like, a nerf to Sherry would actually be putting her to 5 power. That's I think it's a, it's a pretty reasonable nerf um five cost you mean yeah 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 she so she would go to five five energy instead of four so i don't even think it's because of the zabu interaction i don't really that doesn't even matter at all in my opinion i just think if you put her to five that means you can't just freely she hulk taskmaster and things like that so it it would definitely change her dramatically i don't know if it would make her unplayable it might for what it's worth so nah i mean it's still a really powerful effect yeah. Um, but, you know, the fact that she costs four with Zabu right now is just kind of over the top. But, eh, you know, we'll see next season. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, They're not going to touch her for at least, I'd say, a minimum six weeks is my opinion. Yeah, probably. Once she drops down and more people play with her, we'll see what they do. Right. Uh, we don't need to talk about that. That's like an unofficial thing. All right. So this is getting into tier two. And we're not going to cover all, all every tier. It's, it's too many decks. But we'll do tier one, two, two. And then we'll move on to our next subject. Uh, so tier two is, this is the first list. It's called Good Cards Priority. It's basically your typical leech control deck with the arrow leader Magneto. Um, I have played 
this deck quite a bit. Maybe not necessarily these 12 cards. Uh, for me, I'm not a fan of Thor, ironically, in these decks because I just... I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the unlucky one, and like I'm never gonna win with hammer anyway. But it's just to me, the Thor is great. It's powerful, but I'd rather just play a card that doesn't add to my deck that I have to draw to hope I can make my three power card ten power. Normally, I just play Polaris in that slot uh, and just add another effect of moving the round characters in the board. Uh, but all in all, this list it's definitely fine. It's powerful. It has moments. Um, I honestly think the weakest card in the deck is probably Leech, though. Like, I don't even think this deck needs Leech, like, at all. <laughs> like, so... So, that's true most of the time. Yeah. Leech is literally only good against one deck. It's good against and, Surfer. <laughs> and, yes. And and against that deck, it destroys it. Yeah. So, you know, you win pretty much 90% of the time you Leech a Surfer player. I mean, they can still beat you, but not, not usually. Leech is terrible versus Zabu decks. Like yeah. unplayable because of its three power. Right. Like, sometimes you might catch them with a bad hand and be able to beat them. But, but uh, the, the truth you is know... if, you, if you catch them with a bad hand, they sh- they're not in the game anyway. So Yeah, know. right. <laughs> they're they're not in the game anyway. Usually they're like, cool, here's two six power <laughs> yeah. you know four drops on right. turn like turn whatever. Six. They, you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, especially because they don't have abilities. Yeah, like, even this version, like, this version doesn't have, like, any way to play him earlier, you know, so it's, like, it's always going to be on five, and, like, you against yeah. most of the decks in the game, this leech right now on five is, is absolutely not good enough, uh, aside not from Surfer, aside from, like, a Surfer, I yeah. agree, like, if, if their turn five is Sarah and your turn five is Leech, they probably just lost the game. <laughs> like... You can catch Darkhawk sometimes, but most Darkhawk players are going to play them, you know, prior to turn six if they, you know, suspect a leech. Well, especially because um, most of them are playing Mystique also, so they have to kind right. of play it anyway. But yeah, yeah. But you know, as far as the tier list goes for for the tier two decks, I feel like a lot of them are just the same deck. Um, that's kind of one of my but, minor gripes with their tier list is that yeah. they put like a lot of like the same decks around. Right. Um, but like you know the. The good cards deck is basically just like a standard, you know, rock deck from you know Magic and and other games. It's just okay, play very high right. power, low cost cards with strong finishers. Right, it's the same thing. Card. Like like this hand size good cards. Like it's just all you're doing right. is trading win that's conditions. The, that's the same deck. Right, different. Win you're just trading same, a win condition. Yeah, yeah. Same same for the ramp deck. It's the same deck. It's just you're playing a turn earlier. With, yeah. with electro. So, no, I agree. Now those can all be kind of grouped together. Yep. Um, a lot of the of the surfer decks are the same thing. Like I don't think negative surfer or patriot surfer or even tier two. Those decks are like more way down, mm-hmm. like fun versions of surfer. Yeah. Not that they're bad because they're still they're still surfer decks, but putting them in tier two is it's like you know whatever. Yeah, I think. Uh, I I think once again I agree with you. I don't think I would make this a tier two deck. At the end of the day. If you high roll, this deck is probably incredible all the time. Uh, When you don't high roll, this deck is pretty damn mediocre. And the other reason why it's here is because I'm sure that the the, the cube ratio for this deck is probably unbelievable. uh, Because it's either, do I have my Mr. Negative or do I have my Zabu? If I don't have either, I just leave the game almost all the time. And then when I have those things, I'm snapping early and my opponent is taking the ride when they shouldn't and that's my only guess it's like 
if this deck snaps against you, it's not losing. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. there's no way. Yeah. yeah, there's there's one deck gone around that's kind of crazy. I don't know if it's even on the tier list right now. It might not be, but it's like Zabu, Silver Surfer, Mr. Negative. It just, that's like, what this is. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the and incredible win condition deck. Yeah, and, and like... At that point, it's like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> they, they don't know. <laughs> like, they, they just pick know. one. And, like, I think TLSG or one of the other streamers was playing this deck um, to kind of bring it to prominence. And, like, sure, it's just, like, it's fun, but it's it's too in, inconsistent because I can't figure out what it, what it wants to do. It's probably not necessarily easy to play either because I'm sure there's, like, times where you have to make pretty difficult decisions. Um and, like, the weird thing to me, too, is, like, does this deck really even need Zabu? Like, I, I don't know. Like, we're playing two four-costs. Like, no, I, I don't no. know. It just seems really awkward and just out of place. Like, I would just no, rather just play decks. anything else. I don't know. It's weird. Like, obviously, yeah. I don't have Bast, uh, so I wouldn't be able to play this exact list. But it's... It just it looks like an everything bagel, but not the good kind of everything bagel. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean it's you know I'm sure it's fun to play, but yeah, you know, yeah. at the same time it's like I bet you it's really easy to mess up. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Because you have three decks jammed into one, so right. you, you kind of you know have to pivot at any point in the game. Like, what deck am I playing? It's like you said, like to like they have like this Patriot Surfer here. It's very similar. At the end of the day, it's it's still a surfer deck. It's just you, you know, you're playing Wasp and like Ultron as a finisher, but like it's probably way less consistent than just normal surfer surfer. So like I don't know that I'd put this up in tier 2, but it, it is funny to think that there's like four surfer decks or something like that in this tier 2. So it's like, all right, well, you know. We, yeah, it's like you get it. point at that point. So, um, but yeah. But now Tier three kind of strikes me as odd because I don't think Galactus is a tier three deck. I think that deck is tier two, like borderline tier one. I know that that there's a lot of counters to Galactus right now. Um, you know, you can get I think... by location variants. You can get Arrowed. You can get Polaris, so on and so forth. But like, I still think it's tier two. I think if you have the Null, uh, I'll agree with you. Um... The issue is, like, not everyone has Galactus and Null because that's a pretty hefty price to pay. So I think that that's a pretty fair statement. Uh, I have played a million versions of, of Galactus at this point. I've played the Goblins. I've played Doc Ox. I've played, you know, the low the low resource win with Shang-Chi. Like, I've, I've tried all these things. The deck is very good when it's good, and it's very bad when it's bad. Uh, it depends on your matchups. Like, if you're just running into like the control decks you can almost never beat them which is really a shame but it, like they just have way too many ways to interact with what you're trying to do and then the other sad truth is that like the zabu decks also have the ability to just kind of ruin your day because if they figure out your plan and they can just spider-man you to death and things like that like you still just lose like so while i agree that like when when you have your best hands you're you're very you know you're probably a 90 10 deck you probably very rarely lose but this is not a deck you're going to win eight cubes with. It's not a deck you're going to win four cubes with most games either, to be honest. Um, so it's a very hard ladder-climbing grind, which is why I think they have it in Tier 3. Is that, yeah, it, it'll pick up plenty of wins for you, but the grind to get to where you need to be is is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of games played. 
Yeah, and then the other tier three deck that's worth mentioning is the uh, the Dracula deck with zero. Yeah. Um, I think that deck actually could sl slot in Shanna. Yeah. Um, and be pretty solid. It's something worth trying. But yeah. that might jump up to tier two, you yeah. know, later on as well. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So Shanna came out today. Um, she's clearly she's not on this tier list because the tier list was released before her. But this is the kind of deck that is in tier three that she would slot into and be playable. Uh, I'm not necessarily certain what we're cut. We're probably cutting Squirrel Girl is my guess um, for Shauna. That would be my bet because she they basically do the same thing, but she does something better because she's giving you more natural power. Um, so maybe that's what you look at, but you know, nonetheless. Yeah. Hey, maybe. I mean, you you might. Uh, let's see. You might just remove yeah. the, the Dracula combo. I'm not. You know, it's weird. It, it's it, it to me. It's a weird thing to to try and figure out. But I don't know. yeah, if maybe. she's gonna fit into a deck, it's gonna be a deck like this for sure. Yeah. But I mean, other than those decks, I mean, you know, I don't think there's any other decks on the tier list that are really worth pointing out. Yeah, the tier four decks. I mean, you know, they're like fringe meme decks. Right. Um, and then the rest of the tier three decks. I mean, Cerber two is a pretty solid deck, I think. Um, it's probably better than tier four, if I'm being honest. It's tier three on here, which oh, I mean, okay. it's it's borderline tier two. It's a solid deck, uh, but the rest of them are yeah, kind of whatever. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I'm. I, I pretty much agree with the majority of the top end stuff uh, with the three and you know all of these decks are just so capable of winning a game at any given moment uh, they all have just like when I play this card I win the game type thing so that's always good to have and you know for some reason people are still chasing surfer decks like they just can't do math apparently um I think the Sherry is just underutilized, underplayed for because of lack of engagement uh, and lack of ability for players to have her. But she's probably another one that I'm I'm certain that this this deck steals so many cubes from people. Uh, it, it's it's not even shocking to me at all. And then any version of Darkhawk, like that card's another card that just absolutely steals cubes from people. But I think he I think the ironic thing is the he might be more on radar than surfer is right now because there might be just less surfer players in general because people are playing zabu but like people just know that darkhawk is unbelievable uh so yeah i don't know it, it's yeah. it's a pretty fair list at the end of the day all right so we're gonna move on to uh we're gonna briefly talk about the season card and then the cards coming out that we think are going to affect the metagame so next, you know, in two weeks, we're going to have MODOK come out. We've had a, several conversations about this card at this point because it feels like someone always misses the conversation and then we want to have it again. <laughs> uh, so MODOK is the next season pass, which is a five energy, eight power, on reveal, discard your hand. Um, I, I still, we've had like three conversations about this card and I still don't know what to think of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's well to see. Like it, it has uses. I mean, it's not a bad card. I just don't know if it's good. Right. Um, you it's, know, it's at at first glance, it is not Zabu and it is not Surfer. 
No, I mean, it, it's nice to have a season pass card that doesn't just instantly warp the metagame. Um, but this is a very combo-centric card, you know, with Swarms, with Apocalypse, with, you know, all right. the various discard effects. Um, right, like you, like, you need to have the Swarm and, like, Apocalypse because you still have to have cards in your hand. Uh, so, like, the like the combinations with, like, Hella or Ghost Rider or things like that, like, that means you have to draw that card on turn six, or if you can play Modok earlier, you give yourself two turns to draw the card, essentially. But Yeah, I mean, like, like ideally, and this might be too magical Christmas land, but you want to have, like, an you know invisible woman out, and then you play Modok and Hella, right? So, like... Sure. You know, that that's ideal. Right. I, I don't, you know, there's so, so many would, ways to shut down. You, you would know, need, like, invisible woman. you would need, like, invisible woman onto, uh, like, Electro. Well, I guess you don't need Electro, but Electro would let you do this earlier. But Electro could theoretically be another card that says, okay, I'm going to play Modok on four, so then I'm going to get my turn five and six to draw into outs and things like that. But yeah, you know, maybe. But the problem with invisible woman is that I have never. <laughs> played her and my opponent not just played Cosmo like immediately in that lane. <laughs> yeah. So, Cosmo, you know, Rogue. I mean even Pol whatever. even Polaris ruins your day sometimes. <laughs> like there's just so many things that just absolutely arrow ruins your day. Like there's just I agree. Yeah. It's a real cool, so, unique ability, but man does it get disrupted. <laughs> yeah. And you know, eight power is decent for a five drop. I mean that's on the higher end, so yeah, I mean yeah. it's yeah, see some play for that alone, but you know, it, it's on curve with we'll like see. the problem is is like I think uh, so now it's like obviously it's above arrow, uh, which would have been obviously the best. Yeah. It's, it's still the best five slot probably in the game. It's not even close. Um, but Modok is on curve now with what um, like Black Bolt, right? Black Bolt's a five eight. Uh, it's obviously not... Yeah, Jane it, Foster's a 5'8". Jane Foster's a 5'8". Uh, obviously, like, Dino is much bigger than a 5'8 on average, but... Yeah, Dino and Ronin are bigger, usually. On, on, yeah. Just things like that. But still, I mean, 5'8's good. Yeah. Um, so the effect's powerful in, in, in the right deck, so, you know, we'll see. It's, it's definitely... It's definitely a nod to the archetype that, like, isn't necessarily that good right now uh it's just a matter of well is this like is this the is this gonna be the best thing that you can be doing and i'm sure i'm sure it's not going to be unplayable but it feels like more of a miles morales to me where it's like this is just going to be like fringe okay and certain things yeah. it's, it's not going to be this card does not look to be like a meta warping card yeah well i mean here's the thing the uh, discard deck it's it's not not good because of the lack of discard effects. That so, you know, it's it's not good because your discard effects aren't powerful enough. Right. You know? Or the cards so, that like the cards the cards yeah, that, that get discard, discard stuff yeah, right, right aren't good enough. Like maybe um, what's her name the three four like if she was like a three five like it, like at least she's like still on curve and giving you something you know. Yeah. Else. Well, I mean, it's not just that. It's that the cards that you discard need to do something right. when you discard them. Like, you probably like need more cards. More swarm type swarm, Like, similar to Swarm, yeah. So... Even, yeah. like, a... I guess, like, like, like a discard Nova effect or something like that would, like, just something... Sure, I agree. Yeah. Like, you just need something that, like, when you discard this, do the thing. Uh, yeah. So right. there's only... There's, is, there's only Swarm and... Well, there's Swarm, there's Wolverine, who's just not good enough, in my opinion. Um... 
Sabretooth ha- is, is destroyed, right? It's not discard. His effect doesn't work if it's discarded. I'm pretty Maybe. sure it's I mean, I'm pretty sure know. it's I'm pretty sure Sabretooth is only when destroyed. Probably. Um and then it's like so it's like yeah, it's like Wolverine Swarm and Apocalypse, right? Like I don't think there's anyone else. So yeah, I think that's probably it probably does need more or something like that, which which is good because it just means that there's long term uh planning for this card also is that there might just be another way to utilize when you discard things. Um, yeah. uh shout out to the variants. They all look pretty sweet. Um like, yeah, all but, the variants. Fia Wasp variant looks yeah, super cool. They look pretty sweet. They look pretty sweet. Uh, so next month, Series 5 cards. Um, I don't know if it's confirmed that this is the order that they're going to come out just yet. But... No, I mean, these, these aren't even the cards confirmed. Right, so none of these things are... Yeah, just, just I did forget to preface that. Like Some of these things could still change. There's weeks before the thing. These are likely to be the cards, but they might have different text boxes or alter text boxes and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, thematically, these would be the cards for right. this season. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. They all fit within the the movie coming out and all those things. So I'm going to save Kang for last because we have had so many conversations about this card that we're, we're just going to wait. We're going to wait. <laughs> Let's start with Ghost. Uh, so Ghost is a one energy, two power, ongoing. Your cards are always revealed last. Their on reveal effects happen last. Uh... Just a hot take on the card. What do you like? Do you like it? Do you hate it? It's fine. You know, like an effect like this is good in the right decks. I mean, it makes your Shang-Chi better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's cards that go well with it. Uh, you know, it think... costs two power, fits in a lot of decks. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's a pretty good card, honestly. Um, yeah. I think, like you said, there's definitely decks that are like it's To me, it's almost similar to like Quinjet. You know, like decks that won Quinjet, well, that obviously he's good in those decks. Uh, so I think there's just going to be decks that obviously want Ghost, and it'll be very powerful. Like you said, Shang-Chi, Enchantress, like, all of those things that, like, it, it's awkward where you're like, oh, I need to have priority, I don't want priority decks, which are sometimes weird to play, but, like, that's kind of what this is. Um, I think it's interesting. And obviously it's, it's pretty easy to counter because you're going to have, like, you're just telegraphing Cosmos and things like that. Uh, it is a one cost, it just dies the Killmonger, so that can always mess up things. But um, it, overall, I think it's a pretty nice. It's a nice one cost card to add to the game. That it's and it's unique and different from like, and I think that's really cool because there's so many one cost characters in the game that it's hard to like fill a role in my opinion. And this card's definitely gonna find home in some decks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, so stature, stature is a five energy, seven power. Cost one if your opponent discarded a card from their hand this game. This is like my favorite card for the season. It's pretty um, good. It's pretty like, good. Yeah, it's it's like on the higher end of the power for five drop, and it's always going to be a one drop in the decks that yeah. you want to play it in. So yeah. obviously you'll play it with Moon Knight, you'll play it with Black Bolt. Finally gives Black Bolt something to do. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, Um so I'm excited to try this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, paying one for seven power on turn six is like insane. Yeah. You know, especially if you combo it with like uh, She Hulk and things like that. Um, yeah. If you copy her with Moon Girl, um, you know, but it's 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 kind of see play in you know decks that that do things like that. So finally, like I said, this Moon Knight is... and Black Bolt are the obvious. Ones. I, I mean, it's it's Miles it's Miles Morales. For one more power, for one more cost, 
you know, cost yeah, and, and yeah, two more power, for yeah. two more power. Like this card's just this good. <laughs> like it's just, yeah, it's it's just, just a, a good card. card. Like it's, like it's not broken. No, and it's it's just super it's, solid and and the decks that yeah do things. Like I, that. I think this is a this is one of those cards where like I wouldn't feel bad about spending six thousand on this particular card. You know, like. And, and then when you randomly play against the discard decks, it's insane. <laughs> He's just the nut. He's just the nut. It auto snaps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Living Tribunal, six energy, four power. At the end of the game, split your total power evenly among all locations. It's a very combo-ish card. Really, um, really weird effect. <laughs> like, like you obviously want to play it with like iron man and things like that yep um maybe like iron man onslaught try to cheat you know tribunal in the play for less than six uh you know you want to just basically either build one giant lane and then split it you know among all three yeah so you know it's it's probably not that good um but you know maybe there's some combo that we'll find that you know, I mean, I think really I think you said it pretty clear. I think it's well. I mean, I, I guess um, the four or five that gives you uh, plus four if you're winning by ten and things like that. Um, the hell's his name? Yeah, the the Omega Red. Omega, yeah, Omega Red. The, you know, like uh, that's Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, things Mr. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. everything that's spreading power that's still going to give you power overall. Claw, right? Like so that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very interesting card. The math is good. Like, the math isn't difficult, obviously, but it is, like, a weird thing for your opponents to evaluate. Um, which, I mean, he's a six-cost character, so, like, they're not going to... Like, when this guy first hits, no one's going to be expecting it. That's for sure. So, like, you're going yeah. gonna to get people early uh, with the effect for sure. But, yeah, I mean, I the only thing I can really think of is just, like, some... Like you said, Iron Man with Mystique and just overall ridiculous number in one lane and then all of a sudden you're like all right well i have 78 power in this lane and then uh yeah. i'll split it and then i does is you know is 27 good everywhere i don't know you know like whatever yeah. the number is you know then cards that add to other lanes like you said mr fantastic claw they're probably fine in decks like this too i mean yeah. claw would actually spread his six among all three locations like yeah so you know we'll see how it is i you know like i said i'm I'm not excited for it, but yeah. maybe it's, it's different. Okay. It's different, and uh, the, the cool thing about so what I think I like about him is that it like this is the type of card that I would love to see strictly in series five. Like it's a it's a definitely a deck on its own type card, similar to Galactus and similar to Thanos. So like that's what I like about the card is because it's absolutely introducing something brand new to the game. Uh, which is cool because it's like, all right, well, that's that's super new and it's super weird and it's a deck on its own. So like, that's like the kind of series five thing that I would like to see more of. Whereas like a card like Ghost and Stature, I wish they were just series four to start uh, because yeah. like they're just I think they're just stat sticks that do a thing in in the deck that want them. So I don't think they're really like they're they're not six thousand tokens worth to me most of the time. Uh, whereas like this super weird card that's changing your whole thought of deck building you know that's what i i I like uh in that in that spot but i don't know let's talk about kang as if we haven't spoken about this dude every day for like since he was released (laughs) 
Yeah, so I don't know what he does. I mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like we've had this conversation several times. Like, I think I know what he does, but then, like, we'll and start then... talking about it more, and then it's like, well, maybe that's not what he does. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I think that it should work as, like, a five-cost Daredevil type effect. Right. Um, which, as we discussed the other day, would be pretty decent, you know, play it on turn six, see what your opponent's doing, and then kind of go back and play turn six. Right. Um, but then we talked about it again earlier, <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe he makes both players replay the turn. Yeah. Which makes him, like, awful. <laughs> um, so, you know, I I don't know. We'll have to see how he actually plays um, yeah. when he comes out. Uh, but if he makes both players play, you know, the turnover again, uh, it's like the worst card in the game. <laughs> so at, at series five, even like if you ever open them as you're, you're going to feel real, real bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be like, screw you. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, so just to clarify five energy, zero power on reveal, look at what your opponent did then restart the turn without Kang. I hate the wording on this period. I hope that that's not the actual wording on it when it comes out, because it's like, what does without Kang mean? Is it destroyed? Is it discarded? Like, where did it go? <laughs> like, I just yeah, don't... Right. I don't know. Like, did, did it snap? Like, it just snapped into it? Like, you know, did Thanos get rid of it? I, the wording on it is so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so the it's really ambiguous. Like you have no idea what he does. Yeah, so the conversation a few days ago, like what Tata said, is on reveal. You get to look what your opponent does, and then your Kang just disappears, and then you get to play your turn. But then today, when like when Tata and I decided we were going to start talking about these cards tonight, I went back and read them again, and I was like, wait a minute, it says then restart the turn, not restart your turn, restart the turn. So it's like. If this guy costs me five mana or five energy, and I get to see what my opponent does, and then he just goes away, and then we just get to like start our turnover, I'm like, this card is awful. <laughs> yeah, because like, like, oh it, my god, it, it doesn't matter if you see what your opponent does most of the time. Like, no. it's like, oh man, they have leader. Okay, yeah. definitely yeah. can't beat that. Right. Like, I okay, just. I, I don't want to put a card in my deck that just confirms that I can't win. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just, it's really weird. Yeah, I have to agree. It's such a weird card. <laughs> like, and then, we didn't even talk about this. Matt, like, what is the interaction when they lead her? Like, so, I guess when they lead her, the whole restart your turn thing doesn't even matter because they also just get to Kang, right? Like, So then they just reset anyway, which means... You're back in the same boat that we think you're always going to be in. So confusing. I just don't get it. Like, do they keep their five zero in play? That would be. I guess that would be cool. Like, if they had to keep it in play, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, no I, I mean, I don't know. Like, we'll have to. I. It's know. definitely going to be something that hopefully the this is just incomplete, uh, and the data mine caught it at an early stage in an incorrect way because, like I said, the whole even the the text with like that says without Kang, I don't understand that text literally at all so uh this one is definitely leave for debate if if it works how we think it would be good um where it's like you get to reset your turn then i think it's at least playable and interesting 
Yeah, uh, I mean, I think it'd be really, you know, good because right. you could play Daredevil and see turn five, and then right. you have Kang to see turn six. So, right. So, like, you know, you can kind of dictate the end of the game, um, you know. Like I said, which the worry for that is, is it could lead to some very negative play experiences. But there's mm -hmm. a ton of cards in this game that honestly lead to really negative play experiences. So yeah. it's not unheard of for them to create that type of card. Um, and yeah, which in this game it's not as bad to get, like, an NPE because, like, you yeah. know, the games are three minutes and you can right. just play another one right after. Right. But th so if he works in the way that is best suited for him to work, I think it's another card that's very interesting and fits really well into a Series 5 concept uh, because I think it's, you know... If you can know what your opponent is going to do on turn five and turn six, chances are you're going to win a lot of games. Uh, you should, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, as long as your deck is built... Now, granted, you have to understand that, all right, well, I have to play this five-cost card. And you're... I don't think, like, this card's going to go away. You're not going to draw another card, you know? So it's not like, oh, well, you're probably always drawing, drawing Travis, which is the most realistic but it's not like oh i'm gonna draw chavez and i'm gonna restart my turn and then draw another card i don't think it's doing that either so it's still gonna be like which i mean i guess it could it, it might it might you're right <laughs> it might it, that, that's the whole point right it's like who the hell knows what this card's actually gonna do but uh it has a lot of potential to be a really sweet card but as written right now it looks like it might be the worst card it like this is easily the worst series five card as written in my opinion right now so hopefully yeah. It'll be the worst series one card. Like it just, it'd be, I, I don't know. Like I, I want someone to play this against me, like ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't want to be the one to play it. Yeah, that's fair. I just want to see how it works. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be, like, just some, like maybe uh, similar to. I don't know if we'll ever get that again, but I was thinking like similar to where some of the um, higher end content creators got access to like the test server to test Thanos and test Galactus and things like that. I wonder if that's still going on and they might have already been able to explain it. I hope I hope the information comes out very quickly because this guy is so many question marks. So yeah. <sighs> Alright, well that is uh that is it for our our uh our topics for the day. Um There was a good amount of chatter, you know, talking about the, the nerfs and things like that, uh to the Sherry. There was some chatter about like we were talking about with Hela and things like that with Modok, um, he there also some chatter about uh, Kang just not being like he he do, he doesn't look good, which is a problem. Uh, so <laughs> like it's things that we're gonna have to come to see. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to chat about before we sign off? You're muted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was saying no. <laughs> Not really. I think uh, we pretty much covered everything that we wanted to. And then here in two weeks, you know, I think we can have a pretty good discussion about uh, battle mode. And hopefully by then we have more information about the uh, next season as well. But Yeah. Yeah, I think by that time, well, uh, what, what, we got it like at launch, right? So probably not if I'm being honest. But I think it would start, was it the season... I guess if I look at my calendar real quick here, I think it's February sixth. So it's gonna wait. Yeah, it's gonna wait a full a full week. So we'll have a first, like a whole full week of battle mode uh, before, which means the next season would be really short, right? No, they're all. Oh the same no, it, it goes to March sixth. So never mind. So it would be the same thing. It would just it would just hit yeah. that way. So 
so yeah, so the 31st is when Battle Mode launches. Um, so we probably won't have played any Battle Mode yet, uh, personally, when we record. Maybe we would have if we don't record till the 1st, uh, which is also possible. But uh, I do, that, that is definitely a plan coming up. Is to, that's, I think that's the next time that all three of us will be able to sit down and, and record again, because Scott's out again next week, and you're probably out again next week, so I'm going to have to look for another partner. But that's fine. <laughs> um, so uh, that'll be definitely something to look forward to because hopefully we do get more information. Hopefully that we actually get some more gameplay. Even though everything is out there, like there's a fair amount of information on it and there's enough. Uh, now they did say that they're going to have some type of tournament structure set up for us as well. So we won't, like for me, like I, I host all my tournaments using like Smash GG and stuff like that. But if they have their own tournament set up that's gonna be wonderful because then you know yeah i have no idea you know we'll know more then like i think on the 31st we'll be able to talk about battle mode as well as the balance uh, changes that they put in right and pretty much the whole patch in in general right so so but all in all thanks for hanging out again tonight um if you made it to the end of this hey shout out to you guys And we will uh, we'll catch you in a couple weeks. If I'm not back next week with anybody else, Tata and Landis will be back with me in two weeks, and we'll be discussing Battle Pass and the patch updates and things like that. So thanks for hanging out tonight, Tata. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Nemesis Saber in chat, you were awesome. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya. Thank you.